morning, it's Money Talk. It's 18 minutes to nine. This is James Ross. And in your money today, Carolyn Wright finds out about what you should know about investing in ETFs. Uh, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In your money today, I'm joined again by Ankit Suri, co-founder of the personal finance platform Planto. And we're taking another look at some of the investment products you might hear about quite frequently on the show, but you might not be fully aware of the details of how they work. And today we're going to look at ETFs. Thanks for joining me, Ankit. It's my pleasure. So what are ETFs? It's essentially an investment product. And what it does is that it allows an investor to invest into a basket of assets like stocks, bonds, instead of picking you know, each one of them one by one. And there's variety of ETFs out there in the market. Some are uh, a basket of particular sector of stocks, like for example, energy, pharmaceutical. Some are actually tracking the whole market, like S&P 500, which is tracking 500 biggest uh, market cap companies in the US. So there's sort of various kinds of ETFs out there and the amount of uh, options that an investor has are incredible. How do they decide what goes in these ETFs? Who is deciding to put these together and, and how do they choose what goes in and what doesn't go into this bundle? Actually, uh, ETFs uh, are made by traditional investment fund managers, guys like Fidelity, Invesco, etc. So all of these fund managers who are experts at investing money are deciding what does an ETF consist of. And like I said, there is various kind of themes that ETF is trying to cover. It could be if it's covering, let's say, energy, they are deciding what kind of energy stocks will it be part of. Depending on the theme, you know, what the ETF is trying to allow investor to do, it will sort of consist of holdings based on that. It's mostly discretion on the investment managers, which are these funds. Okay, so they're the people who've done all the research kind of for you. So then how do you as an investor choose to invest in one of these ETFs? The thing about these ETFs is that they trade like stocks. So actually, as an investor, you don't have to do anything. You just have to use your existing investment brokerage and look for the ETF that you want to invest in. So you don't need to open a separate account in order to access ETFs. Uh, the only thing, though, is that certain ETFs might be listed in the US. Some ETFs might be listed in Hong Kong. So if you're looking for a particular ETF listed in a particular geography, you need to ensure that your brokerage allows for that. The one thing that in Hong Kong people might not sort of realize about ETFs is that ETFs can be traded at any time of the day while the markets are open, which is very unlike the existing mutual funds or the unit trust as people know it. The thing about these unit trusts or mutual funds is that they're typically traded once the market closes. So everyone gets the same price at the end of the day. Whereas with an ETF, the price can vary throughout the day as well. So if you're an active trader, then you might be looking at optimizing the time that you purchase the ETF. But if you're looking to invest in, let's say, the traditional mutual fund, then you know it doesn't really matter. So that's one big difference between both. What would you say the benefits are of uh, parking some of your cash into an ETF? Because ETFs, there's so many sort of ETFs that are available for investors globally. It's great when it comes to diversifying because you never really invested in a single stock. You are able to hedge against one particular stock not doing well when you purchase an ETF. The other thing is that diversification is not just about one stock or many stocks. It's also about you might want to diversify your investment across various geographies or in various sectors, like you might invest into gaming, you might invest into semiconductors. So if you are looking to diversify across various sectors, ETFs provides you that great ability to do so. So I would say this is one of the biggest benefits of ETF. 
and you can get involved then in in things that you have maybe more interest in and and that could be then that you feel you do actually have more of an understanding maybe of that sector of the market because you know who's who's doing well and and what the 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 best ETF would be for yourself exactly yeah so what are the the downsides to choosing to invest in an ETF at the end of the day it's an investment so there could be fluctuation and risk associated with it so even though etfs are diversified they're tracking many different uh, stocks and bonds etc their performance as well as their movement you know downward movement and upward movement also sort of known as volatility it depends on ultimately its uh, underlying companies so large swings can still occur when it comes to etfs and maybe we'll talk a little bit about you know how you can consider picking a good etf as well the other part is lack of control so as an investor you might have a certain conviction on a few stocks but a certain conviction that a few stocks might not be doing well but you have no control in terms of not picking those as part of an ETF you you kind of like letting the fund managers do their they're uh, putting your shopping in your basket for you exactly kind of. yeah so you you lack that control and and really if you like that control then you should be going to pick your own stock portfolio the last one is low volumes so because ETFs get traded on the market if you purchase them and if you want to sell them you need to ensure that you kind of need to look at if somebody wants to buy that particular ETF as well so if the number of buyers or or the volume of trades that are happening on the stock market is actually low for this ETF it is possible that you might have to sell at a higher price a premium price or you might not be able to liquidate that easily so even though etfs are great when it comes to getting your money anytime sometimes if you have picked an etf which doesn't have a lot of volume you might be stuck with it for a while let's go back to one thing you just mentioned there how do you pick the best etf for you you know there are actually more than 8700 etfs globally in 2022 and this is compared to like 276 in 2003 so wow like we have a lot of options out yeah. there right so what i do is that uh, firstly i start looking at what the underlying assets of the etf are most etfs provide you a prospectus or explanation as to what the holdings are for free and your brokerage will likely boil down the information and provide you that in a very simple to understand way so i look at that and the reason why i look at it is because i also want to understand what the strategy of uh, the ETF is. So actually, um, there are multiple ways of building an ETF. So let me expand into why that's important. Let's say an ETF which is tracking the index. The fund manager can choose to do it in two different ways. The first one is called a full replication. The second one is called sampling. So in a full replication, the fund manager is actually giving equal weights to all the stocks that uh, belong to that particular index or that category or the sector. Whereas in sampling, the fund manager is only picking a few of those that represents the majority. However, what we have seen is that the strategy that you pick can actually have a big impact on the performance itself. So actually in uh, 2009, we saw uh, two similar ETFs with just different strategy perform very differently. Uh, one performed like with a 76% gain, while the other was at 69%. So definitely, you know, look at the number of holdings that an ETF has before before you, you pick it. Uh, and lastly, um, I definitely look at, um, apart from sort of the volumes, uh, you know, I look at 
how cheap the ETF is because it is possible that there are multiple ETFs who offer very, very, very similar value proposition, very similar holdings, but one can be cheaper than the other. So I'll definitely look at the price as well and compare against the comp- competition. Okay, always do your research. I think this is a you know perennial thing that we always say here. Ankit Suri, co-founder of the personal finance platform Planto. Thank you.